0: friends
1: and welcome to another episode of Fully Booked. I'm Megan and I'm Shireen and we are still in theater month here at Fully Booked Um, and this week we are talking about basically books and stage adaptations. I don't know if anybody's aware of this but a lot of plays that exist were originally novels even though I think a lot of the time like the play becomes more famous. Yeah than the original book is especially if it's like turned into a movie they're always like based on the play and you're like but what about the source 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 material you know it's like the way that it's like in the way that like everybody's like, oh, The Witcher's based on the video game. And I'm like, it's also based on all of those books (laughs) that came before. There was a
0: whole series of books before there was a video game. Exactly. Those all
1: existed beforehand. Exactly. So that's what we're talking about today. And we're kind of going to get into, I guess, the strengths and weaknesses of taking source material that's like a novel, an actual novel, and not just writing an original stage production and kind of Like you know, morphing it into a stage production, what does that do Mm -hmm. to the story? What does it do to the characters? What's good? What's bad? Mm. You know, how does that kind of have an impact on like what you would have taken away from the original story itself? Cool. Sorry if everybody can hear the rain in the background, but it's like coming down. It's pishing it down. Quite seriously right now. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, we're just going to work through it and just pretend if you can hear it, just pretend it's ambient noise.
0: (laughs) It is. It's cozy. It's cozy.
1: We did it on purpose. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Um, Before we get started, Shereen, what's on your nightstand right now?
0: Well, (laughs) Megan, you know how much I love Colleen Hoover. Oh, God. (laughs) Now um, I'm getting annoyed and I've never read one of her fucking books before. um, (laughs) So I found... So anybody who consistently listens to our podcast knows that I've given Coho a good try with like three books now. I don't Um, think she deserves a nickname. And (laughs) and I found... um, one of her books all your perfects in a discount bin and i'm just like you know what like whatever i'll get it so i think i paid like three dollars for this thing um so that's next lined up because ps have all you guys heard
1: that they've officially halted production of it ends with us like completely possibly for the foreseeable future or permanently it's really
0: hard to say i was really surprised at the um backlash about that movie. Like, yeah. Like, I would have thought that given, like, the following that, that her books have, and especially It Ends With Us, which I have read, which is one of her most famous ones, isn't it? The first one that I read sure. by her. I did not like it. Um, but, um, yeah, I was really surprised at the backlash that this movie got. I and mean, right. I know it was around casting and like you know is there, was
1: there a, a reason for that i would really like someone to tell me because like i haven't read this book i'm not going to so i think,
0: I think it's because um blake lively um is a little bit older than the main character should be is in the it? book um but it's also i think just kind of the look and feel there was a picture of blake lively on set uh-huh. uh that went out that had a lot of backlash because she wasn't like dr- she was dressed very like bohemian and like very like kind of uh, not very put together, I suppose. Okay. Um, and it's, it's just not very, I guess, not very similar to the character. Um, and I think that the male character who they hired, uh, or who they cast, the one who is in, um, Jane the Virgin. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's also directing this is he? movie, Justin Baldoni or something. I is believe I really saw that. Very possible. Um, but I think that there was a lot of backlash about him as well as the choice. So I, anyway, All I have to say is I'm just surprised at the amount of like, you know, talk that there's been around and the hate that there was around, you know, making this into a movie because I'm like, it's got such a big following. Like I would have thought that they'd be really happy to see it adapted. Yeah, it's weird. I am surprised about that too because it just seemed like it was something that was
1: like so fucking popular. And and that was
0: going to be the first... Colleen Hoover um, adaptation adaptation. I don't think there has been one no there hasn't and so like what what goes through my mind then is like now everybody's gonna be like oh hey like I'm not touching any of those with a 10-foot pole you know maybe not that's it if it's going through so many different issues like if it's already experiencing that and
1: apparently like you know that's it now I think because of the WAG strike that's happening and maybe because some of the backlash as well that I have no idea what the specifics are they've halted production and apparently they're halfway through filming which they I were like halfway we- through yeah. filming? They yeah. only started
0: not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Like, Blake Lively just had a baby. I know, you she know? must be
1: exhausted. I don't know why she's doing oh, this. Anyway. <laughs>
0: Anywho.
1: Anyway, I don't know. Um, I'm not, I don't quite, I haven't figured out the whole Colleen Hoover hype, the toxic romance hype, but, like, this feels like it's in a, a really, like, extreme kind of way. Like, yeah. not, like, in a cartoonish way, like, an after where I can laugh about it. Mm to an extent because it's so, like, you watch those films and they're so fucking ridiculous and over the top. Um, This feels like something that's, like, much more serious subject matter
0: it is, and it I caught really, me off
1: guard. Yeah, and I really just, I just don't know why we would want to glorify something like that and make a whole movie out of it. Now, I'm sure people will disagree with me about that. There might be people, people who listen at some point to this who really like Colleen Hoover.
0: Cool, well, you know, are entitled to your opinion. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure that the angle is like, oh, but you know, the character decides to walk away from her toxic relationship. But it's just hard to read, you know. Yeah, like it's it's a i don't know it's a tough one for me and uh yeah and i have i found that with a a couple of our books that are just hard to read but anyway Hmm. all your perfects is next on the list oh god i love that you just do this to yourself (laughs) i do There's like
1: an element of masochism in your brain (laughs) when it comes to reading that I just haven't quite figured out yet. I don't know either. I only do it with movies because I can just fucking walk away from them after a while. It doesn't take me several days to do. I'm just like
0: morbidly curious about like all the hype. (laughs) Like I'm like, I love romance. Like I love, love romance. Sure. Like these are all romance and I'm like, okay, well I'm going to keep trying because there's got to be something in here. Like Verity wasn't bad, but that's the only one that was okay and it was more of a thriller. Yeah, maybe that would make something like this better. I don't know. Anywho, (laughs) (laughs) what about you, Megan? What's on your nightstand? Um,
1: well, um, I kind of am like between things right now, but my next read is Jesus, uh, A Court of Mist and Fury. Thank you. I keep texting. You I had a few, not answering. I had a few other books to get through in the first with yeah, you. I completely forgot to answer you the last time uh-huh. you sent me that. Um, I have a few other. I had a few other things that were just kind of like I was working my way through to an extent to you know just kind of like get a couple of them done because I had started a couple of things at the same time. But now I'm like there and I'm like okay, this one's Excellent. next on my list. I'll see what I can do. It's a big old high fantasy in the middle of the summer, which is like not my jam. So we'll see how things Excellent. go. But okay. it's
0: so good
1: we'll see how things go <laughs> i'll see how it ends up working i don't know yet i'll see how i feel about it it might take me a while to get through it it's fucking long so but
0: it's so good chapter 55 everybody you know what i'm talking about okay
1: i don't <laughs> <laughs> anyway
0: <laughs> anyway uh, let's uh let's
1: let's get started let's get into it let's talk about books that people make into <laughs> let's plays talk about
0: Books, baby, baby. let's talk, talk about you and me <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> so um oh, we were doing like a little bit of reading i think to like get a good understanding of kind of like how many books have been adapted There's into so stage many. plays. a fucking lot yeah. is the answer and, and you you many don't that
0: you wouldn't expect no
1: and i think some of them have been done like more on broadway some of them have been much like lower mm. product, like lower budget productions or done in different areas instead um yeah a lot guys Like, a lot of them have been adapted or made into stage plays. I mean, if you're thinking of famous ones right off the bat, you normally get into the Broadway sphere, so it's like Hamilton. Wicked. Wicked. Um, uh, what's it called, Uh, Les Mis, like, all of those ones. Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. A lot of those ones are, you know, like, some of, like, the big ones. I started reading through this, and I was like, this is so funny. I was reading through an article to look at, like, some different adaptations. You've got stuff like The Color Purple, which Mm -hmm. that I buy as, like, a stage play. That makes sense. I had completely forgotten that they had made a stage production of Carrie. It's a musical it's a musical yeah it was very short-lived but it that was the thing they did the same thing with American Psycho wild
0: interesting I bet it was good though
1: I was probably interesting to see I feel like with American Psycho though it would turn up the comedy almost too much and like I wouldn't know how to feel about it because I'm like no we still need the really dark aspects to be in that story for it to vibe mm. I don't know um we've got things like the Wizard of Oz another one that's definitely been done before uh let's see Christmas Carol which Jesus like how many times have we seen stage productions of a oh Christmas Carol plus
0: movie adaptations uh, the there's Nutcracker.
1: Like, what, like you know they've done yeah I don't know probably <laughs> yeah there's probably like 12 different ones yeah. personally I like the Muppet version but <laughs> that is the best one it's a good one <laughs> uh, you know and a ton of um Fairy tales as well, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, um, you know, even things like, I'm sure you can find stage productions of things like Little Red Riding Hood, and... Well, there's certainly
0: pantomimes of all those. Pantomimes
1: of all of those, and also, like, you know, you've got the stage productions, like, actual plays that yeah. are created, and ballets. Oh, yeah, ballets definitely. Ballets love to oh, do yeah. an old fairy Cinderella tale. I did, I used him. to do ballet when I was a kid, we did Sleeping Beauty. Mm um which was like a big one which at first what, my 7 year old brain was still catching up with like what the french name yeah. for sleeping beauty is and i didn't quite understand what we were doing at first and then i finally realized it and i was la like be- oh, oh
0: la belle au well, bois dormant but it doesn't make sense because the french translation is the beauty in the sleeping, sleeping wood and i'm like is she in the woods i thought that she pricked her finger (laughs) on the
1: spindle in a castle well
0: sleeping beauty versus the beauty in the sleeping forest is very different yes
1: (laughs) yeah and it's also because the woods are sleeping and she's not sleeping according to the french version (laughs) which is very what are we
0: even doing It's very
1: confusing um you've got things like um what's it called long day's journey into night is another
0: one and punishment
1: oh god i would hate to see that on stage <laughs> oh. yuck dr Javago, which also must be so long
0: the curious incident of the dog in the night i see i didn't know that they'd made that into a stage play yeah I had there's no been idea. a lot of um like over the years people have asked for that to be made into a movie have they did they not make it no, into a movie? no why did i think that they had or are they about to make it into a movie maybe? i don't know maybe
1: Wow, that's weird. I thought they had. That's really strange. You've got things like the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, because there have definitely been like adaptations of those kinds of things. Um they made
0: his dark materials into a play.
1: That must have been so hard to do.
0: like The Polar Bear
1: Shriem. But it's
0: hard enough in the in the show and the movie. Yeah. Like for me, like that is a book, pure and simple. It's a book or a film? Not even a film. Like they, they did such a poor job. Well, the film of it, is terrible. But you maybe know? Like,
1: I haven't watched his Dark Materials, the TV show, but I hear
0: it's decent. So it, it's decent, but I think that the concepts of it, because like in the book, they tell you a lot about like the relationship and the bond between the demons and the right. humans, and you get immersed in the story from like people's perspectives. It's necessary to understand those So that's a
1: good jumping off point for, you know, sort of like opinions on Mm -hmm. the matter is like, you know, with something as involved as far as like a fantasy story like His Dark Materials, That Whole World... You just don't have time, do you, to really get into the nitty gritty of it all the way that you will in a novel. Well,
0: because you're doing all this world building behind it, right? Yeah, where you
1: can't have somebody who stands as your narrator and explains every fucking aspect of the world on stage and just like... You know, walks you through all of it. Like, yes, I understand. Okay, we used to have Greek tragedies, and your chorus mm. would do something essentially like that, but it was like two paragraphs, guys. Like, yeah. they wouldn't be talking for twenty minutes; they'd be talking a little bit, and then we'd start another scene, and well, then they would jump back like, in. And t-
0: then Perseus enters the enters room. the room, and yeah. whatever. And, yeah, that's it <laughs> yeah. exactly.
1: You know, and like when you got like other classical plays, yes, they'll have people who will like speak to the audience and who will do like some exposition for you, mm. but it's only a few minutes at a time, yeah, because they know that an audience isn't going to want to stare at one person standing there. Explaining the whole story to you yeah. for you know 20-25 minutes of, of stage time with everybody else just waiting to start.
0: Well I think it's also like if you take things like Wicked for example like yeah you know I've seen the Broadway play where yeah first of all the songs are like A plus in that but in the book you wouldn't have the songs no of course and then so that would mean that there would need to be a lot more world building a lot more character building and I mean if you think of like if I think of
1: like Wicked my sort of my takeaways from reading the book versus seeing the play like the book's much darker mm -hmm. like there are much more like darker themes to it and it's overall like
0: sadder and I think there's a lot of politics in the book there are yeah there's a ton of
1: like back and forth from what I remember anyway Mm -hmm. but yeah there's a lot of stuff like that so I think that it can make like a I think they have no choice I think that if you're going to adapt something from a novel and make it a play you have to add an amount of extra whimsy to it
0: well I mean it it would completely potentially change the story right like so wicked is an example like I don't know what Crime and Punishment would be. Imagine if it was a musical; that would be hilarious. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> I would probably go see that just just to go see it. I
0: feel like that would be like a Simpsons episode. Like oh my we god, went that to would see be great. Crime and Punishment, the and it musical. was a musical. That
1: would be great. That but would like, be they so did funny. It with
0: Hamilton. They turned Hamilton into a musical. That is
1: true, and it was really just based on a biography about right. Alexander Hamilton. Right. So.
0: Which was apparently very well done, from what I understand. Hamilton? Yeah. I can't believe you haven't watched it yet. No, I haven't watched it. It's weird, Shireen. <laughs> <I> no, <know, laughs> everybody's like, you would love it. It's really
1: good. Like, yeah. I don't know, it's just, it's one of those things, like, I don't, I don't think I'm, like, obsessed with it, but it's
0: definitely worth seeing. I know, and I was about to go see it when I was in Toronto last time, like, because uh, it's playing there. Okay. But, uh, nobody wanted to go with me. Aww. Well, they'd already been to see it. I'm like, I hate you all. <laughs>
1: Fan, be that can way. Win me to see
0: Hamilton.
1: Yeah, and apparently, like I don't know. I feel like it. I feel like it can like those kinds of things. Something like Hamilton works incredibly well. First of all, because you've turned the entire thing into a rap, mm.
0: basically. That's
1: <laughs> that's what everybody yeah. knows Lin Manuel Miranda for at this mm. point. It's just like if there's like a Disney movie that comes out now and there's a rap in it, you're like, well, he wrote that,
0: obviously. I mean, he writes some banging tunes. Yeah.
1: So you know, I think <laughs> so. I think that we kind of expect that. No, yeah.
0: from that type of theater
1: but it also it was very um it was a really big deal when it originally came out because like no one had really been doing that mm. with the shows yet so this was what like 2016 or something when they originally did it
0: yeah
1: um and no one had really had really done that mm. yet so this was like a whole new experience at the theater for people which is fun because it totally changes up your expectations about something like if you're going to see Hamilton you think it's going to be like a boring
0: yeah
1: you know, sort of biographical look at Alexander Hamilton's life. Yeah, that's it in American history, basically. But you got like something that was actually very interactive in the way that like they told people what was going on, Mm. uh, which I think made probably a big difference for audiences. And, you know, most people won't have read that biography, but they would have gone to see the play.
0: (laughs) And I think like, you know, the point there is that when you're adapting a book to a play, and I think this is what we're trying to get at, is that you have to find a very creative way of telling the story to keep your audience captivated, right? Because like a book is a book, like it's all like telling, it gives you all the corners and all the information, Mm -hmm. the inside of your character's minds, um, all the fantasy world building, all the information, whether it's factual, like, so when you're, converting that into a play it's got to be very challenging in some it must cases. be
1: so incredibly difficult for the playwright you have to
0: be very creative in how yeah. you're going to do this and think outside the box in a lot of ways
1: very very difficult to do and this is also where you wind up with people like dramaturgs who can who will like come in and fiddle with the script mm. sometimes when like things aren't working very well mm who are like, specifically hired for that reason. I don't know how common they are now, but it used to be, like, a big thing to, like, bring a dramaturg in if things aren't going well. well um, You've got to really
0: take your hat off to these people, right? Because, like, things like Hamilton, Wicked, like, mm-hmm. where the story has had to really change or be adapted in a creative way, it doesn't seem like there's been any, like, uproar or backlash for it. You know, like, no. it's just its own It's a, almost like they're two separate yeah, entities that exactly. come from the same
1: idea, kind yeah. of. But, like, we kind of veered off in two different directions with the book versus with the play. Which for is sure. Interesting. Yeah. And I think that we're... I think, anyway, like, I don't know. But from what I'm seeing right now, we're going to get something really different with the film as well. From Wicked? Yeah. yeah. And I'm only basing that on the fact that, like, Cynthia Erivo and Ariana Grande do not look like high school students. Mm. So it's really weird to me that they are the people who are cast not because of their talent level, they're both really great. So I don't think that that part of it doesn't weird me out. It's their age that weirds me out. Mm. A little bit where I'm like, are they still going, like, are they changing the story? Are they still going to be at, like, a boarding school? Are we supposed to
0: just suspend our disputes? Are we supposed to suspend it,
1: like, to that extent? Because <laughs> yeah. you can, again, that's something that you can do better with theater. You know, if you yeah, think I of, mean, like, the I'm, original cast yeah, of Wicked, right? Like Adina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth. Yes, obviously they were quite a bit older, but it's because giving, performing vocals and doing all that kind of stuff live isn't necessarily somebody, something that someone could achieve at 17. It would be really difficult to do. That's not something that you see on a regular basis. I agree,
0: because the vocals are amazing. But in a film... I don't know how that's going to translate. I don't know. I'm very curious to see what that looks like. And, you know, this isn't the only one that they've done this to. You know, there's been multiple, like, movie adaptations as well. What's the one
1: that everybody hated? um, Because it was the same guy from Broadway who did it in a movie. Dear Evan Hansen. Okay, so it's a a really famous Broadway show Mm. um, that Ben Platt had originally done. If anybody doesn't know, he was in, like, some of the Pitch Perfect movies, and there was a series on Netflix Netflix he was in, which was what, like The Politician's Son or something like that? I don't remember. Anyway, um, he's great. He's really good, but they decided, like, you know, years after he'd done it on stage, they were going to make a a film version of Dear Evan Hansen, and they had him play a high schooler in it, and people hated (laughs) it because it doesn't make sense. Well,
0: I mean, you know, once again, if I'm watching a theater production and I'm quite far away from the stage. Yeah, I don't care. I can't really see their face all that well. But like when I'm watching a movie and we are zoomed right in on my face, like, you know, like think of Never Have I Ever. How mad was I when that face oh came out? And what's his face was like obviously thirty five. Yes, yeah, but Pac- Paxton's <laughs> Paxton, character.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, Shereen was so annoyed. She was like, "How old is this guy? This doesn't make any sense." And we were watching it together, and I was like, "Yeah, that's not like a seventeen-year-old's jawline. Like no. that's not what a guy looks like when he's seventeen no, no, years he's old." Got,
0: like, he was. Tired. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's,
1: he's, like, in his 30s, yeah. so it's understandable. He's much closer to our age than he is to the age of the character that he's supposed to be playing. Totally. So it doesn't really make any sense. So, yeah, it's, it's just much more, like, I know it's done in film and television all the time. Like, they will, you know... They'll like take someone and age them down quote unquote where they're like oh I'm 25 but I'm playing 20 or I'm playing 18 or whatever it is and you can get away with things to a certain extent because no most people aren't like yes you look 25 and you are 25. That's Mm. not necessarily the case for a lot of people but you can just theater allows you to do just so much more that way. Mm. So if I'm taking my book and I'm like okay these are students in high school and now I'm making a play out of that I can cast someone who's 30. Yep to play that 17 year old kid and it's just not not a big deal right up in your face no that's it and it's just not a big deal they can dress me a certain way and stuff and as long as I really don't look like I'm even older than I am for instance you can get away with it you can fudge a lot more things in theater that way but on film I'm like oh boy I don't know
0: how that would work no not so good
1: no and it's just that's what it is it's just that in the same way that it's difficult to put together a really i think a really good really like interesting theater production of source material or a novel that requires too much world building yeah. i think it's just too difficult i don't know how you would be able to do that mm. And actually make it like an enjoyable production. I think you need to just like take like be able to take a singular book, not a series, almost a singular book, and kind of like adapt something that has a beginning, a middle, and an end yeah. to it. It can it can work sometimes. Like look like you said, Cursed Child. They had
0: Yeah, they they whittled technically that down. they yeah. whittled that down into one production
1: because I was like, wow, two. It did
0: feel very rushed though. I really? will say okay. That. Like I didn't see the original, which yeah. I was supposed to. Oh yeah. Um but it it did feel very rushed, where it was like year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, we are just we beating through it, going this. through it,
1: like okay, you know, yeah, yeah, no, that's understandable. I can I can get that. Yeah, that's it. it see, but the, exactly, that's a really good example. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It is hard to do that, which mm-hmm. is probably why they gave much more detail to the original production that they did, and they split it into two parts. Yes, mm-hmm. um, the you don't see that too often, but um, what am I thinking of? Angels in America is a two-parter, so if What's you... It's not a movie. It's a miniseries also, but it was a yeah. play. I
0: thought they made a movie out of that. They made that. Oh, I'm thinking of Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> 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 Just slightly different subject material, Shereen. Woo! Oh boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> angels in the Outfield is about angels playing baseball. <laughs> angels in America is about the AIDS epidemic in the 80s. Really not the Slightly
0: same. Slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm not. Thanks for good content. <coughs> so. I think that at the end of the day, that is that is kind of what it is. If you take a book that's like not too long, where a lot of it has to do with the characters and their interactions with each other, you can make a really great stage adaptation sure. out of that because mm-hmm. it gives you so much more of like the emotion to an extent because it's actors who are actually performing yeah. those mm-hmm. scenes. Um, but if you take something, la like his
0: Dark Material, or It's too much, yeah, like it's too big of an endeavor. And like his Dark Materials is what three books? It's three yeah. books. I'm looking- Why do I have it twice? Um,
1: I don't know. You've got two versions of it. I know. Interesting. Um, I really am looking at all of your YA stuff sitting on the shelf now, and I really want somebody to make Twilight a play. Can we do that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would be there wherever in the world they would do that <laughs> we I would just would be fly there oh there. my god wouldn't that be great i want someone to call
1: someone spider monkey and then climb up a tree
0: okay uh twilight shitposting group the Raddies. <laughs> we need you to get on this please. someone someone mount a production please get a playwright in there <laughs> you better hold on tight spider monkey write some
1: songs someone can sing supermassive black hole while they're playing baseball <laughs>
0: We've gone off the rails now <laughs> i think we need to stop this probably even worse yeah <laughs> um i think that's yeah
1: i think that's my takeaway from it i think that's all i have to really say about it that's i'm pretty sure conclusion. that that is like that is what you need to do take something that's actually feasibly can be put on stage where like i don't have to suspend my disbelief to an extent that it like gives me a headache
0: mm-hmm. at
1: the end of it and that's it ta-da <laughs> Um, I don't know actually you know what what do you guys think of this I'd be really curious if some of the stuff like if anybody had seen some of the productions of like Carrie or like American Psycho or like uh, like, like there's like musicals of everything, it's ridiculous. Mean Girls, Mean Girls has Beetlejuice. one. Beetlejuice had one. Um, Green Legally Bay. Blonde had one. American Idiot
0: had one. Shrek had one. Oh fuck, that's right. <laughs> God,
1: so many. Anyway, yeah. I'd be really curious to know if some people have actually seen any of these. Um, but you can let us know about that over on Instagram at Fully Booked CA. You can also check out our Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash book was way better and if you are still here with us which I hope you are after all that um please feel free to leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening because it really helps us to get the show out in front of more people but until next week guys keep on reading thanks
0: everyone